Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do each his own. Go to school, boys. Hello, and <laughs> welcome to another fantastic episode of The Nuclear Fridge. We are not redoing this again. As always, I am your host, Matt Paget, and I am joined by the two greatest guys I know. Any girl would be lucky to have them. Jacob Decker. Thank you, you mean. That was you earlier. <laughs> and Stuart Gears. Hi. How's it going, boys? We're good. I'm drinking whiskey oh, right you're speaking from the for bottle. Jake? So pretty no, good. No, no, wait oh. a second, Stuart. Yeah. Wait a second, Jake. Yeah. Stuart just spoke for you. Well, he's has whiskey. And he's talking to us, so I figure he's great. Yeah, but you let Jake speak for himself. He's an independent man. No, Stuart, you can speak for Don't, me. It's fine. <laughs> thank I'm you, gonna, Jake. Start your you shit speak tonight, for me. Matt. I'm going to peace out. Uh, just say what sounds like something I'd say. See you, guys. All right. See uh, you, Jake. Have a good one. I'll add we'll do a... <laughs> footsteps and door sound effects. Guys, I have done something uh, without your knowledge. I have conducted a secret poll amongst our fans. Uh, I feel like we need to spice things up. This is our 10th episode, and we need to get to the next level. Recently saw the top podcasts in the world. We are not even in the top 20, so we really need to start changing things. The fans have spoken. <laughs> Stuart, they want you to shit yourself live on the podcast. Oh, well, that's not happening. So Stuart, I guess we're we never going to make it into the top twenty. We need. We all need to make sacrifices. Don't sell yeah. out, Stuart. I Don't sell, sell out for that. I'm not, Stuart. No. You gotta. You gotta shit yourself live on the podcast. Well, so, uh, did you actually have a little poll without? Telling yeah, and they said they all that, said that, they that, want you to shit yourself. They, that's not what they said. I said, what is the one thing you think could improve the podcast? And they said, Stuart Gears <laughs> shitting his pants live on the podcast. I feel like it more went like, hey, guys, do you want Stuart to shit himself live on the podcast? <laughs> no, it probably that went. Then I could see some. It probably results. went, hey, guys, how should we improve the podcast? And then nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's and then I was like, accurate. all right, I guess I'll ask Stuart to shit himself live on the podcast. <laughs> that? Is that the thing you were waiting to tell me is what we were talking about? Uh, a joke? It yeah. Really... Jesus. That's the starting off point for this episode. We need to think of ways to improve this podcast. Okay. Number one. Shitting I is think not Stuart... one of them. No, it's okay, Matt. Stuart, it's either on the audio version or when we get video, you have to do it. Uh, I'm not doing it. I mean. I don't even think I could sh forcefully shit myself. I, I mean, yeah. That's a... You could do it on the audio and no one would know. You could just pretend you're shitting yourself. That's true. <sighs> oh, see, there he did it. There we go. Oh, he did it. We Gross. did it. There we oh, go. It's all over the back of his chair. Now, that's now we'll disgusting. Be, now we'll be in the top 25, right? That's we it. Just, yeah, we man. just went down further. I... Yeah, probably. And, uh, Sorry. And, and honestly, like, 
we got to start a beef because that's like the next big thing we need to do to get our podcast higher. So Joe Rogan, uh, your move, buddy. We just shit ourselves on a podcast. What are you going to do? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> How are you guys doing this week? Yeah, it's been a fucking weird week. <laughs> Has it? Why has it been weird? It's been weird, man. Oh, I've barely done anything in the past week. It's been weird for me. Oh, I guess it was my birthday. I was about I had to bring that up. We have a yeah. we have a birthday boy week here. Oh, well, for my birthday, please shit yourself on the podcast. We're moving away from this topic. He already did it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, see? And I'm damn proud of him, too. Yeah, it's, it was my birthday, man. 29 years old. I'm the oldest person on this podcast. Yep. It's yeah. fucked up. Next so, year, I'll be 30. So old. So old. I feel old though, you know. This I mean maybe it's just this like, past year. I was about to say I feel like the pandemic's just making people feel old. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm really looking forward to normal life getting back. I, I watched the friggin' Seattle Kraken entry draft and it was just a crowd of people. No one mentioned the pandemic, no one mentioned masks, and it was just it was just beautiful. It was just a beautiful look at the future. I hope bad things don't happen in Seattle after all those people gathered together. <laughs> probably will yeah it's that's seems to be the case these days it sounds like they are going to try to start picking up mask regulations once again where i'm at uh because of the delta variant and it's on the rise again i guess where you're at too Stuart. yeah i know i saw that I was like, well at first I, it was la county and then it started and i guess ventura county is going to be potentially joining that yeah meanwhile san francisco never got rid of the mask mandate is anyone surprised by that? Not really. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's depressing. It's really depressing. Even though it's something small, like obviously I'm happy to wear my mask and help, you know, protect people where I can and stuff. But it just feels like after a year of this, it sucks that we might have to go back. Yeah. Yep. I totally Hon- know what you mean, Honestly, man. Honestly, I just have lately, even when we do go out, I still will put one on just so I can just be like, eh. Because I know some places can still require them, uh, whether it be a restaurant or a store, they can still ask for you to do so. So I just, I mean, I don't, I don't really care. It's not that big of a deal. It'd be, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's the a symbolic little annoying. aspect, though. It's like, it's not that it's a big deal. <laughs> it's just the fact that after a year. Oh no, no, I hundred percent agree. And, and we got just... like a taste of maskless society, and then. It sounds like it's coming back, but I don't think it'll ever come back as strong as it did initially, probably for the worse, uh, just because people are tired of it and they're not going to do it, even though they probably should. But yeah. who am I to say? Yeah, man. Uh, it it You feel like you, you took a huge step forward and then, I don't know, it's kind of, it's kind of the thing that I, I've been frustrated with where, where like... Even like even my government has been kind of bad at like like oh hey we we need we're we're doing good let's lighten things up and then it's like a month later oh we're doing terrible you guys should all be ashamed of yourselves and it's like what are you fucking talking about yeah well hey you're the ones that opened restaurants at least Jeff Bezos got to spend eleven minutes in outer space the other day oh hell yeah (laughs) dude it was really fun I I was. (laughs) 
It was really I, I, fun. I loved it. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going back to space, Mr. Bezos? Oh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> that was fucking wild. I, I was I was curious, like, why didn't... It looked like they had more seats. Like, why didn't they bring more people? Uh, he bought out all the other money, seats. Dude. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> He's he like, I don't want other people want, on yeah, this. Yeah, he wanted the full row to himself. <laughs> Two million a yeah. pop, if you want to get on that, this with us. Th- that was wild, dude. Uh, <laughs> Probably I, I because it was, if it was someone that he wasn't close to, they'd try to crash it or something. Right. Well, they were... <laughs> Hey, I'm bringing this this uh, Wally Funk or whatever her name is the the this decorated pilot who never got to go to space because the '60s were sexist. Please don't wish this rocket ship explodes. You'd yeah. be making a great sacrifice, Wally Funk. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. That's crazy, man. I I thought it was funny when he was like, uh, "Oh, you know, we have to make technological advancements and help the Earth. We need to do both. It's important to do both." I'm like, yeah. So do the other one now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like, help the people of Earth. And he's like, let's fire up all the garbage into space to get it out of here. It's like, huh. Somehow I feel like that'll bite us in the ass, but what do I know? Oh, yeah. Aliens show up with, like, a ball of trash. Just a gi- or it just becomes its own planet. It's the giant ball of trash planet. Ooh, that's a good sci-fi story. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Stuart, let's write it. Let's do it. Make a short hell film. Yeah. Trash Call planet. It- trash ball in space mm, i kind of like trash playing it a little more all right Tra- trash, trash ball in space if it was like the 70s or 60s maybe into right. it trash planet speaking of movies i heard you guys watched uh a nicholas cage banger a slap a slapper a spanker a smacker a i heard banger. you guys watched <laughs> a banger i heard you guys watched nicholas cage's pig we did. We did. Uh, does he spell it backwards and then say funny colors? What? Huh? Spell pig backwards and then say funny colors. Oh, that seems like a trap. I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't. I'm not going to say it, but I'm thinking I don't. All right. How was pig? <laughs> man the flow tonight man we're just going for it hell Um, yeah dude uh it was i uh, do you want to go first jake or sir you go first i talked about black widow first last time yeah we promised the people we'd talk about pig yeah i uh no i really really enjoyed it uh it was i mean it was definitely a character piece we made the mistake of telling our friend who doesn't he's not big on those type of movies and we made the mistake of describing it from the trailer as john wick with a pig which it absolutely (laughs) is not um it's like if you're going in there thinking you're gonna see an action movie you'll probably be disappointed but as far as just the film itself nicholas cage was great in it uh so was i think his name's alex wolf What's the premise? Kind of his buddy. It's basically just Nicolas Cage is on a farm. Well, not farm. He's on. He's like in like a little shack in the woods, and he, what does he? What does he pick? Pick for truffles. The, yeah, he picks truffles he picks out truffles, of the ground with his pig, and his pig gets stolen, and his pig yeah. helps him find the truffles. So he <laughs> goes out to try to find his pig. 
but he yeah but he's but he, he has like a but he definitely has like an emotional connection to the pig yeah and he's you know and he just goes out looking for it and goes to yeah basically find out what happened with it because it's not like it just disappeared like it, it, they he gets like attacked and they steal a pig they steal the pig the opening is very john wickish actually but the opening the rest is. of the movie is not uh but no nicholas cage is great there's some good humor in it it's definitely is it not comedy a... no. <laughs> no no <laughs> absolutely no not. no no right, but cool. there's but but there's like just naturally well-written comedy and situations in it like they're very it's very grounded right, right, but right. and there's just, one very good nicholas cage scene that's funny absolutely there's there's a couple and and he but he no he sold it he nicholas cage when you give him the right script and director he's he, he's a hell of an actor so i i really enjoyed it i i would will most likely watch it again uh but yeah, I don't I don't want to say too much because it's one of those movies I think it's better to know as little as possible going in. Yeah, I think right. the important thing to know is that it's not like John Wick, even though the trailer no. kind of seems that way. But I think beyond that, I would probably go in somewhat blind for that movie. I will say if... Mm, that might even be saying too much, but if, you, if you're expecting an action movie, you probably won't like this film. Uh... But you might, because I was kind of expecting an action movie, and I liked it. I think it's one of my favorite films I've seen this year so far. Same here. Same here. I think also, it's one of those movies. Also, though, just also for Nicolas Cage fans out there, if you're going in there also for a Nicolas Cage performance that you think performance that's over the top and going to just make you laugh constantly, it, it's not one of those movies either. It is a proper acting gig for Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah like he has his couple he's of moments. Fantastic. He's yeah, he's great in it. So that's awesome I, all the acting is really good in that movie yeah yeah there it is and it's it's such a it's just kind of refreshing to have gone because we went to go to the theater to see it and you know i i we had just seen black widow so it was nice to watch this self-contained to the point film that's not just blowing up in my face i feel like the I mean, God, how many years has it been? Like, I feel like over the past maybe decade or so, there have been so many Nicolas Cage movies that just sound like like jokes you would make on the internet. Like, oh, Nicolas Cage is a janitor at Freddy's Nightmare House or whatever the fuck that video game is called, where it's like, yeah, he kills the, the robot Chuck E. Cheese dolls, and it's like, are you kidding or is, is it like and it's like oh it's a real thing and this is like oh it's john wick but with a pig and it stars nicholas cage i can very easily see how someone is like oh that's gonna be hilarious oh yeah yeah honestly from the description of it before the trailer even came out i thought it was gonna be kind of an over-the-top funny action movie with nicholas cage and then the trailer came out and it was like oh it's not yeah or at, all. or at least like lean into the fact that it's nicholas cage looking for his pig you know but right it, it doesn't right. really do that uh it's more it's more about the journey in a weird way but it's it's really good i highly right. recommend it yeah yeah i mean i i love nicholas cage i it's a bummer to me when people don't think he's a good actor because he, he has become this kind of meme like I, I feel like the history of swear words was like the peak of that where it was like 
That hey, was he's so he's he's the host of a show about swearing, and then it turns out not to actually be that great or use him in any interesting way. Yeah, that shows really barely bad. in it. Yeah, he's just there to narrate briefly and yeah. transition. It was like a bunch of like Twitter influencers, and they were like, "What's your reaction when you think of the word fuck?" And they're like, "Oh man." When I say fuck, it means I'm really mad, okay? And I'm not talking like shit mad. I'm talking fuck mad. And it's just like, oh my God, what is this? This is like some really bad YouTube reaction <laughs> videos about a word. And then Nicholas Cage shows up every now and then and he's like, did you know people actually said fuck in the Middle Ages when they were talking about poop instead of <laughs> sex? It's like, oh my God, it's bad. I mean, honestly, I yeah, the Nicolas so Cage bad. part, I, I, they should have just compiled that into like whatever, how many, ever many episodes. It was probably maybe 10 to 15 minutes altogether. Yeah, I would have been honestly just in released that. that and I would have been like, OK, that's good enough. Ugh, I just fucked my pants. <laughs> I mean, I may have made that part up, but it that's very yeah. much how it feels. It, it feels like a little bit of history with Nicolas Cage, even though there's no history on that, really. It's just like a little bit of etymology. That's study of word, right? Yeah. So then it just cuts to like, quote unquote, like famous influencers being like, oh, yeah, I just like I have to cuss when I when something bad happens because it just makes me feel better. And it's like, OK, thanks. Right. That's, yeah, I, this is so bad. That's an that's an interesting take on swearing, dude. <laughs> yeah, right. God, yeah, it's just. Yeah, but on a, but outside of that, Nicolas Cage, fantastic. Yeah, I, I would say he is like one of the best American actors in terms of like, I mean, if you, if you like average out all of his movies, I'm sure it doesn't look too good considering there's a lot of uh ghost rider. And even then I love ghost rider. <laughs> I like the first one. The first one's funny. It's like, it's an enjoyable bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he is an enjoyable bad actor when he's in performances that are not great. I think, He's also incredible in movies like Wild at Heart and Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. Uh, Raising even Arizona. The Rock. The Rock. I think he. Welcome I to think, The Rock. Hell yeah! I th I think he plays like a really good like likable dorky would be hero. Like I think he I think he's very good in that role. Uh, but also I love him in movies like The Weatherman, which is like a weird movie that. Yeah is basically 90% Nicolas Cage narration as he gets hit with fast food. Lord of War is good. Oh, yeah. Lord of War, Lord is, of War great. is good. That's bad a, Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant is one of those. Yeah. that's an enjoy I mean, that is one of those movies where it would be... It wouldn't it would, work if with it wasn't else. for it. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, that movie would be just trash. But he just brings it, and it makes that movie very enjoyable. Yeah. I think he's great in like, I thought he was great in Spider Man that when he played. Uh, oh, Spider Noir. Oh yeah, yeah, Noir yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was awesome, dude. And hell, I even liked The Wicker Man. I thought that was a really entertaining movie. <laughs> I love Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, and watching it with good. Jake was like one of the best movie experiences I've ever had. How to get burned? How to get burned? <laughs> you little liar. <laughs> what, what's the best line in that movie jake it comes near the beginning right when he gets on the island what's in the bag a shark or something <laughs> it's so fucking good dude. And then on top There's of the so fact good lines he just decks like four women 
in a bear costume. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. Holy oh. crap! I've ne- I laughed so hard in that final scene. Yeah, he. That's that's definitely a, a great example of like, it's an over the top performance, but my god, is it great! But you know what? I there's this movie called Mom and Dad. Have you seen that, Stuart? I have, and it was I, a little underwhelming. Really, I liked it. I thought it. Had I think. Z- I some think, really nice twists in it that were yeah, like I think it's kind inter- of funny to think about. I think it was entertaining, but I think the potential with that premise was definitely not quite hit. And the Nicolas Cage stuff, he's he's fun to watch in it, but I feel like there wasn't as much as you would think for a movie that mostly takes place in a house in the house where he is. Yeah, and where he's um, trying to kill his kids. Yeah. Now there's scenes in it though that are 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 great. Like and I think it's the news station feed footage when you just see all these parents just going after their kids like it's just yeah. so over the top that it just made me laugh but uh, I, uh it was like it was fine i it was I, a little underwhelming i just i think i just expected it to be crazier yeah i i can see that i i don't think i didn't really know what to expect but i watched it and there were some like good twists i, I won't ruin the one twist that i loved and i'll tell you what i what i'm talking about after the podcast Stuart. um <laughs> But I thought the ending was, like, perfect. Like, I thought the ending was so, like... I don't know. I, I thought that was, I thought that was like, one of the best endings in a horror movie I've ever seen. It was just so, like... It was cute, but also funny at the same time. Yes. Do you know it, what I'm talking about? It, 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 with, with someone giving a line at the end. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was the it's last... A, it's a, yes, I do like that. Yeah. It was a f- cute line. Yeah. Uh, but, Are yeah... We- I mean, if we're talking about Nicolas Cage movies now that we're, we're we went down the rabbit hole. I mean, I'm National Treasure. Yeah, Excellent man. treasure of a film. Excellent film, Matt. Didn't you say you, you haven't seen it? I haven't seen it, man. That like, I, and I me. love that type of movie. So we should we should watch that after this. I after this podcast. Yeah. I'm Instead down. of playing Dead by Daylight, as much as I want to play Dead by Daylight, I think we should. Even do though that. I am also down to do that as well. But either, but yes, yeah. no. National Treasure was phenomenal. Yeah, man. I, I really need to see it because, I mean, it, I, I think that's like the quintessential Nicolas Cage role, right? Uh, yeah. No. I mean, he's, he's, he's I, well, I mean, so. it, he's, he's, he's a average type hero protagonist in it, but he's very smart. Yeah. Like, well, historically, I, I he's very smart. He brings a lot more to the table than I think another actor could, but he doesn't really tap into like, I mean, there are hints at it but he doesn't really tap into like the nicholas cage that i want to see when i see a nicholas cage movie uh because i think it's more like friendly disney sort of style to it but there are a couple moments that are really good and i think just in general that movie is really good it's really solid agreed i i even like the sequel i do, i think it's a, i haven't seen the sequel, sequel in a long time in but the thing with the sequel has more Nicolas Cage type moments. There, I mean, now nothing that's gonna be like a batshit crazy screaming scene or anything like that. But there's definitely some little more Nicolas Cage element type scenarios. But, right? Yeah, Are no. they, aren't they bringing back National Treasure for... as a TV show? Oh, really? Without Nicolas Cage? Without Nicolas Cage? What? It, the description just sounded uh you remember uh, the oh, man now my mind's slipping the who's the nickelodeon character that just got her movie uh dora 
Dora. The description sounded like that that Dora movie, except it's National Treasure. Oh, it's like is a that young Dora movie secretly a... like a horror movie or something? Because I hear a lot of people talk about it in like surreal conversations, like conversations <laughs> about surrealism, and and like I, I don't know if they're joking or well, if it like isn't she kind of crazy in the movie? Don't they like just kind of they acknowledge sort of that she kind of lost her marbles a little yeah i unfortunately was in a theater for it um <laughs> it uh no yeah the, the, i guess was that's that steven's probably, choice that was steven would ra- wanted to see dora over joker <laughs> bringing joker back <laughs> he was like i'd rather see dora and I, and I had already seen joker but i was like let's just go see joker i'll happily i don't want to see joker i want to see dora I wanna see joker dora. sounds stupid what is uh, that even about anyway yeah, but uh, I don't think there's so, any jokes in it. When when yeah. Dora started though, that was the first time in the longest I almost walked out because I was just so uncomfortable because it, it starts out just like you? it was just a bunch of kids and three adult men. And <laughs> well their parents there were parents and stuff there too. But we're sitting there watching this movie and the first scene is so I haven't I didn't really watch it as a kid. I mean I've seen parts of it, but it was just like the cartoon where it's like her and her backpack and they're all talking and singing in the jungle, driving in a little Jeep and stuff. And I was like, I got to get out of this theater. I feel like I'm just going to go to prison just sitting in here. It's just <laughs> uncomfortable. And then it cuts to her. Uh, oh, well, well, it doesn't cut. Then it, it basically it cuts away and all that's bullshit. Um, she does have a monkey named Boots, but like she's not actually talking to anything. And they just kind of establish in the movie and make it kind of a joke that she's insane, which I actually thought was kind of funny. But the movie doesn't really <laughs> like they, they, there's never a point where they go, oh, she's actually not that crazy. And there is actually some things going on. No, no she's just actually crazy. And she just is randomly talking out the fourth wall like deadpool and stuff but and like all the other character do the other characters the like other react characters to react to that and they're like well her parents do in the beginning i don't remember a lot of the movie but i remember in the beginning her parents are talking to her and she does it and then they just kind of look at each other like something's wrong with our daughter and then she's older and doing it and the only other scene I really remember, just because it also stood out, is they get drugged and basically trip out and they just show the trip. And it's like her. And that's the scene where Boots is voiced by Danny Trejo that I think I mentioned to you before, Matt. That I, I was just like, why is Danny Trejo in this movie? Um, it's really it's really brief. But Danny Trejo voices Boots for when when she's tripping out. But then the adult. Oh, but so, wait a second. So the Boots does not talk to her at all in the except movie. For one scene. Ex- the only scene Boots speaks is the when they're tripping out, tripping balls, and she's looking at Boots, and Boots starts talking to her, and it's Danny Trejo's voice. Uh, what? And, uh, and and then the thing with that scene, which I, I was kind of funny, uh, but also when you're like thinking back, because it is a kids movie. Uh, the. When they trip out, they turn into the animated versions of themselves. Um, her and like her like cousin, like Diego. So they, yeah, they like transform into their oh, animated wow. selves when they're tripping, <laughs> tripping on drugs. And then the guy that they're with, who like, I don't know, he's not related. He's just I think was there to like lead them to the treasure, or whatever shit they were doing. And he just gets naked, 
you don't see his dick or anything, but he just gets naked animate. Like, the animated 2D version just gets naked and just starts running into the jungle like bear. And you just see his ass. But I was just sitting there like, what is this movie? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steven, Steven loved it. <laughs> and i was just uncomfortable i mean like there's some things in there for adults it wasn't completely devoid of some adult jokes but it not enough for me to have been like happy coming out saying man i'm glad we saw this <laughs> instead of almost every other film and even walked out with the a theater. big smile on his face just stoked <laughs> she's legal i <laughs> <laughs> Steven, I love it. Steven is this like mythical character. I know this on this show, everyone's now. just like this. Steven, yeah, he's yeah, but him and his brother, I like, I chuckled a couple times at those scenes. Most, I think that might have, may have been the only scenes I did. Once you go into those movies and they start, the other scene that I do remember, they're just stepping in mud and it's just making fart noises, and it's like a like five ten minute scene. I might be exaggerating a little bit, but it felt that way. And I, uh, I just was, I was struggling. But you made it through it and you're able to tell us all about it on this I know. podcast. There's I know. finally it's, a reason there's that a reason. you saw the Door of the Explorer movie and it's right here. Now, was it right worth here. it, Stuart? Uh, no. Yeah, but I'm happy so. to share the story. Uh, I, uh, speaking of, of kid movies, I, I think Jake... I don't know about you, Matt. Did anyone here watch Space Jam? I watched Space Jam. I watched a little bit of Space Jam, and I was uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I actually didn't hate it. I uh, I was uncomfortable with LeBron, like basically, like square staring down his son and being like, "Yo, bitch, get on the court!" And I'm like, "Holy fuck, dude, this is your son." <laughs> Uh, but then I stopped because uh, I had to go somewhere. Uh, I want to watch it. I, I I saw a lot of people like, oh, this is a disgusting advertisement for Warner Brother properties, and it should be ashamed at how shallow it is. And I'm like, it's a kids movie, dude. Kids probably like seeing King Kong. And, Everything's like, an advertisement shit. too. All these movies, every Star Wars movie is an advertisement for toys. Oh and yeah, shit. dude, it's, it's fine. Marvel it, that's advertises stupid. other movies in its movie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so it, it, it's not that good. It's it was entertaining. There were a couple parts I laughed at. There was a lot of parts that I did not laugh at that clearly I was supposed to. I was also kind of watching it in the background. I was playing games and doing some other stuff while it was on. So yeah, that, take that for what you will. Take that as what was what you'd like. But it was uh, it, it was pretty bad. But it was there were moments. Yeah, I I also wonder, like, I love the Looney Tunes. Like, I, I still watch Bugs Bunny dress up as a woman and then kiss Elmer Fudd and make him angrier than any person has ever been angry. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. But I didn't think Looney Tunes were that popular anymore. Yeah, they kind of aren't. But but i i don't know I, one thing i actually did like about it though was that most of the movie actually was uh 2d animation a lot of it wasn't 3d until like the last third of the film it was 3d animation which looked weird didn't i didn't really like that that much but the the, the right. artwork i thought was i don't know reminded me of old looney tunes cartoons which was fun yeah that's cool and, and actually we we talked about this off the podcast but 
we were talking about how weird it is that so many movies will opt for 3D versions of these 2D characters now. Because that's and, what kids want to see. Yeah, but then I realized I realized something after we had that talk. Earlier this year, they released a Tom and Jerry movie where it's real people, and then they they literally interact with 2D Tom and Jerry. And I totally I fucking forgot that. about that. But I do respect that they didn't go the CG route. Yeah, I thought it was... I, I haven't seen it either, but, like, the people in it I like. Like, I like Chloe Grace Moretz, and I like Rob Delaney, and uh, uh, was Mike, Michael Pena in that movie? I'm, I'm not sure, but... I don't know. I like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, Tom and Jerry, man. Those guys are my boys. Uh, I, I fucking love those guys. But it, it's... It, it's weird. It, it's It's definitely weird, like... Sorry, I'm laughing at the way you said you love those guys for Tom and Jerry. They can sound like they're your friends that you just like they're... saw at the bar the other day. Dude, Tom, dude, Tom. I fucking love those guys. Is that they're, fucking they're... Tom over there? They're fucking... such a good time. They're always a good time. Oh, they're shit, still 2D. Tom. Remember when you brought those girls to the club? That was sick. Exactly. Yeah, they're, yeah. Old, they're old college drinking buddies. Jerry's always giving you shit. Jer- Jerry and I uh, experimented in college. You know, we were like, "Oh, what? Well, maybe, maybe kissing yeah. dudes is cool." And uh, then we kissed, and we we're like, "Ah, eh, you know." And that bestiality. What? <laughs> Shit! I just, <laughs> goddamn! Hey guys, I gotta go. Hey, yeah, I gotta go find Jerry. I gotta go find Jerry. We gotta get the fuck out of here. I'm on. I'm honestly like super fucking shocked that they even had the Looney Tunes in Space Jam. Like. To me, to me, they could have just been like, hey, yeah, let's get Batman, Superman on this basketball team or something and just like redo a whole Space Jam thing with different characters. They definitely wanted to let people know that Warner Bros. owns a lot of these different properties, though, because they go through every famous Warner Bros. character at some point. And yeah, like there's. There's scenes with the Justice League. There's there's even like Justice League music in there too. It's oh wow, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I you can a lot of that movie. I felt like they were justifying why they're not using their quote unquote cooler properties or characters that are probably better at basketball than them. Uh, but it, but it was kind of funny in how they navigated that. But still, you know it. I don't know. If you've got HBO now and you've got some time to kill, why not watch it? Don't I wouldn't pay money for this movie though. Don't go to yeah. a theater and see it unless you got kids or something. Yeah, and in the end it's it's for kids, right? Like I I love Space Jam the original. Uh but you you watch that movie now, you realize, "Oh shit. The guy editing this was on coke because it literally does not stop for half a second. It's it's like someone said, hey, we've got this two-hour movie. You need to get it under one hour and 30 minutes. And they literally, <laughs> as soon as the line is delivered, they cut to the next scene. And it's like, yeah, you cannot catch a break in that movie. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, I still enjoy it, but it's not a good movie in in any shape or form. So, yeah. I mean, I watched it, the new one with, with my brother because we are fans of the original and i mean it is a kids movie but i feel like saying that today i mean there's been so many kids movies that appeal to so many people that that's just not yeah valid as it used to be anymore 
Um, I think yeah, this true. new I mean, space. But there's, I think there's a difference between kids movies that appeal to kids and then kids movies that appeal to also adults. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean there are movies that are just for kids, but you but know, like I mean, it, you didn't it, like Dora, but like Space no, Jam, and Steven loved it. He's a kid. <laughs> but Space Jam, you have to imagine they probably wanted that to work for both kids and adults because I imagine they were like, oh, we're gonna tug on the nostalgia strings for adults because they probably oh, remember yeah. seeing space jam when they were a kid and they can also bring their children there and their children can enjoy space jam too but kind of to Stuart's point it don't know if it really worked out that way i'm yeah i mean the thing with this one uh yeah i, I was i guess i'll say the things i did like i was happy it was not that cg animation like for more than half the movie which i was thinking it would be uh, I always am happy to because yeah, that was it the, one of my disgusting. Th- yeah, it it looks bad. Uh, and the thing I have, I don't mind the references so much as like when it was just when LeBron and them trying to go find players. I thought that stuff was fine, but after that, any references they make is purely just almost like Ready Player One, where it's just a bunch of nostalgia shit to kind of cover up that this isn't everything going on is really not that great or interesting yeah it definitely it's just gave like me oh Ready Player look one vibes it's it's the iron giant and it's like oh oh my god dude okay like and, yep. king kong and, is in it too uh lebron james in it uh when he was animated i actually thought his voice acting was good oh yeah uh, his acting though his act but his acting though when it's like yeah. it's, it's him is pretty awful i mean not I was, that I was michael jordan was that. not that michael jordan was great but there was not there weren't i don't know the original space jam is such a self like it's so brief like it's a 90 minute movie this is a two-hour movie yeah and this movie could have been though is it could have been cut there was a lot that they could have cut out especially like a lot of stuff with like don Cheadle and his kid like every time that like they would take a break from the looney tunes stuff to go to that the movie just started slogging oh yeah that's at least for me Basically, everything demanded time with LeBron James. (laughs) All of the scenes were like the same scene over and over again, where the kid was like, "Where's my dad at?" And then Don Cheadle was like, "Your dad sucks." And then you see Looney Tunes stuff, and then it comes back to them, and it's like the same thing. It's like, "Where's my dad?" And like, "Your dad sucks." He's like, "Yeah, maybe he does suck." She's like, "All right." And then just every time they did that, it just kind of went to a halt. Um, The thing that doesn't make sense with LeBron James acting for me is that he was like really fucking good in train wreck. I never saw that. I didn't see he, that. Either. It, it's it's, I don't think it's an amazing movie, but he is like a highlight of it. Like he is legitimately funny in that movie. I as didn't even like, know he was in another movie before this. I think there's this scene in train wreck where he's, uh, he's LeBron James. And I think his, uh, and Bill Hader plays LeBron James, like, um bill Hader plays lebron james no that he, now he i've plays watched lebron that. james like doctor or some shit and lebron there, there's like a moment where lebron james walks into bill Hader's office and asks for his like iphone charger is and it he, he's like is it a cameo really good. Though, or is it like a is he in it a it's lot? a role oh, he, okay. he's it's not it's he's not like you wouldn't put him on the poster but he's definitely like after bill Hader and uh Amy Schumer, that's it. He he would be like right after them. He was good in it, man. He he actually had like comedic chops and all that. 
I, so I, I'm surprised that he kind of sucks in I, this. I feel like it's probably the writing didn't help yeah. much with all the because all the human stuff is very cookie cutter. Like, let's just put this in there so that there's some character moment stuff. It, it, his acting is also very like inoffensive too. It's it's just like very oh yeah straightforward it's, simple. Uh, I imagine he probably didn't get a lot of direction for the on camera stuff, or if he did, he just didn't care because eh, that's fine. Because uh, right. like. I don't know. It's like the first Space Jam. Like Michael Jordan isn't a great actor, but Michael Jordan has to be in that movie because he's Michael Jordan. It's same thing with LeBron. Like you couldn't make right. this movie without LeBron. Like there's not another NBA player that could have done this. So like I don't think, I I, I don't think he needed to act well to sell it because it's LeBron James. But yeah, I yeah his acting. I mean that's I mean good, I mean but, it's it's fair. I just I don't know the movie for me. I, I it was just was kind of a whatever for me i I, yeah. I think kids will enjoy it because it's just a bunch of cartoon characters playing basketball and stuff but it it was like the thing with the original i liked is i think charles barkley is hilarious in it that makes and sense. so and his, his like the basketball players in that movie i actually enjoyed when it wasn't with the looney tunes like there's like scenes like when they go to therapy and stuff when they can't when they lose their talent yeah that's and it's those fucking hilarious scenes and another huge thing, the soundtrack in this movie was shit compared to the original soundtrack. Like I, yeah. I, I, and I, it's, once again, it's a kids' movie, so it's like you can only say so much. But but they didn't have the song. But like the they, song like, that like, everyone still thinks about. Like no, like, did they, they have like a remix? They of had it? a remix of the Space Jam song, but it's like only like two sentences of it. At least that's what I pick up. But it, I don't know. I, I think you were actually kind of honest. Like, I think they probably could have maybe. I, I feel like they only went the route with Looney Tunes just to kind of go off of, oh, well, they did this with Michael Jordan. And now, you know, you got right. LeBron James, who's this other huge basketball star now. And that'd be a good way to bring back the Looney Tunes for that nostalgia factor. But I mean, there's things I laughed at. There were some I thought Bugs Bunny. There were some good jokes in there. And uh, some of the other characters, like just little like it, all the really funny moments in it for me were just quick throwaway lines, like from like Yosemite Sam in them or Tweety. There was a couple things, but yeah, it was just kind of a whatever movie. I mean, like Jake said, it's on. It was for, as a free watch. It was like okay, that was fine, but I would I would have been bummed if I paid for it and came out. Right. You know what though? Uh, I I'm just gonna say uh, it's completely unforgivable that they took away Lola Bunny's tits. I knew it was coming. I, I, was coming. I was trying to avoid the comment. Fucking I had to bring it up. Someone did. They took her boobs away from her. It's ridiculous. Honestly, though, I actually think it's really fucking stupid they took away her boobs. I mean, we, we've we discussed this before, <laughs> not on this podcast. And it's, have it's we not, really? Yeah, yeah, we have. We've talked about oh, really? Well, we just talk about, like, the silliest thing with it is that they think that because she had a shapely body and was a bit sexualized that that made her character weak right like I'll be honest. This, my, this is one of those i mean things, it's a it's one of those it doesn't matter like i agree with you. yeah this is one of those things that i could not care less about i i think no, my favorite it, thing is is listening to women who have stories of boyfriends who are like yeah my sexual awakening was lola bunny, lola in bunny. space jam <laughs> it's like dude what the fuck are you talking about no one like 
I thought it was funny that Bugs Bunny was like tripping over himself and being a dork around her. Well, that was not the, that once was their did banter. I ever think, oh, was... sexy bunny. No. no, it was just the banter between those two that made it funny. Uh, I don't really, I mean, in the, yeah, like Jake said, like in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big of a deal, but I was just happy but with Bugs the way Bunny that, got some, man. I, but the, I will the say, way the director came out to like address it is yeah. what I was like, why, why oh, are we did, even talking? Did he act why? like a hero? No, he like yes. came, yeah, he came yes. out and he's like, we're not making her sexualized anymore. It's like, well, just because she has boobs. We made her doesn't... like a real woman without <laughs> boobs. Yeah, it was just a weird comment. Like, if he had never made that comment, I wouldn't have given a fuck. No one And I really noticed. still don't give a fuck. It's just the fact that he came out and brought it up. If he hadn't made that comment, we could enjoy the fucking lunatics who came out and said, look what they did to Lola Buck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, it, then they would have just been like... Oh, okay, guys. Well, I mean, now I'm looking and noticing that, but I didn't really, they really pay stole attention that from us. God I don't know. fucking damn I mean, it! I said that I couldn't, I could, like, I could care less about that whole issue. But actually, I do kind of enjoy watching people get mad over it, just because it reminds me that uh, there are some really sad and pathetic people on this planet. Yeah, my life's not so bad. Look at those exactly. guys. <laughs> it's like you know. I've, I got a laundry list of things going on, but at least I'm not on Twitter complaining about bunny rabbit boobies. Amen. Oh, bunny rabbit boobies. That's the title of this week's episode. Bunny rabbit (laughs) boobies. You got it, Jake. I heard that. I'm writing it down. Are you just going to use one of those like really exaggerated (laughs) little bunny online photos now? Uh, Jake's Jake bought me a couple games for my birthday that have some rabbits in them. So I could definitely. I thought you were going to say Jake bought me some Lola bunny like photos, sexy photos. You denied the furry one I got you. I got I got it (laughs) refunded. Stuart, Matt and I have this running joke for each other's birthday. We buy the filthiest games we can find on Steam and we and we give oh, them to God. each other. So Matt sends me ones like uh Joseph Stalin, my lover, and then I send him ones like God, read off the ones uh, that I sent you. Hell? Oh god, dude. Are these just like those like are these just like shittily made quick- shovelware? Yeah, it's Steam mm-hmm. shovelware that people buy okay. as jokes. Okay. You bought me hentai milf quiz. Yep. <laughs> you bought me porn star island. Sick. You you bought <laughs> you bought me furry pride, and then you bought me pussy too. <laughs> there's a pussy one. <laughs> there, there's a pussy three and four actually too. So um, um, have you I played pussy any of two these? First. Um, I I started playing one the first time we started doing this. And it was just like so fucking terrible, and and it literally felt like Russian malware <laughs> that oh, I just God. could never start them again. Yeah, they're all like they're all like match matching games. I feel like they're just really crappy matching games. And when you fill them out, there's like a draw a really bad drawing of like a Ugh. of an anime girl, and yeah, they're <laughs> they're terrible. This is this is why you need a PC, Stuart. This is why I, you need. I, a PC. I know the only one I've heard of and i don't know if it's on consoles it might be because I, I, I don't know i'm trying to remember who brought it up isn't there like a pigeon dating simulator there is that oh, that's a little yeah. different though that is like that's so tame oh no no yeah. no i'm not saying it as like it's an inappropriate game it's just like one of those things that's like why does this exist it's, oh it's my god is from pussy too 
it's Jesus it's, Christ. Uh, the pigeon dating sim game is very self-aware. It knows exactly what it's doing. It, it's it's pretty good. I so these so these ones you're sending are just like trash. Yeah, they're just shovelware. <laughs> okay. Um, that's yeah. from one of your games. And every now and then, there's a game we send each other that we just refuse. <laughs> Jake Jake refuses a lot of them because he because he's he rightfully doesn't want them in his account. Yeah, because people can see if they go to the page of the game, if someone stumbles across the page and clicks on it, there's a box on the side that says every all of your friends who own it. And I don't want to have any of these games that oh, my friends no. see that I own. Because like, I do oh, man. Know, I do know some people that every time I see a, a dirty game on Steam, there's a couple people who always show up and I always shake my head. Yep. Yeah, that I'm and judging, I, you know. Hey, they want to play those <laughs> games. More power to them. But it's just like, calm down. At least, at least find the good ones. These ones look like, like trash. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, they're all like a dollar each. So I mean, it's true. Most of the ones I got, you were like fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's pretty good. Uh, pretty good value. That is. I uh, th- there are also like a couple games that are like, they look way too fucking good to be like delegated to a hidden filter on steam like they just look like porn games yeah they're like hey here's a college life simulator that has has like detailed 3d models of people fucking each other and they have like really weirdly realistic skin it's fucking creepy but maybe i should not get a pc I don't know if I want to <laughs> play any of this shit. Um, but then I realized I learned something. Like I, I think it, I think it literally goes. Um, I think the two highest Patreons are for podcasts, and then like the next four are adult video game developers, and oh, that's yeah. how adult video games get made. Whatever happened to that? Was it didn't wasn't someone making like an adult Mass Effect game? really yeah and it was like one of the highest highest actually it may have been kickstarter but it was like one of the highest kickstarted games ever i'm sure that and got shot down right no i oh well, i mean it wasn't like mass effect mass effect it was like similar ideas mass effect a lot of similar oh, things okay. but it wasn't actually mass effect and i think it was huge but i remember at GameSpot we like didn't cover it because it was uh pretty naughty uh naughty, yeah naughty. so studio fow oh do you find it yeah it's called subverse subverse yeah that's it or subverse i guess is the uh it's the last jedi it's trying to subvert our expectations uh explore a wacky galaxy full of hot alien babes in this kinky new sci-fi rpg mashup and it's been funded how much money it got 1.6 million dollars okay that's definitely not one of the highest kickstarters but that's still pretty big 60,000 backers. Yeah, I mean, and especially f- f- for a sex game. Uh it looks creepy. The animations kind of scaring me. Uh Meet the Waifus. Oh my god. Meet the Waifus. Illegal sex spot renegade doctor. Oh. I'll probably play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Illegal sex spot. Uh what do we got here? Cyber criminal the cat burglar the rogue regent and the ex-porn star <laughs> oh that's a clever one <laughs> didn't see that coming 
it's like these <laughs> military decorated army people and then the ex-porn <laughs> what the fuck is this world man that's amazing god yeah so so that's just i guess that's just where we're getting all these adult games these days is is horny people contributing on kickstarter and patreon and I don't know whether to God bless them or God banish them from this earth. Either works, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know what? God bless them. Because I think some of the funniest moments is looking through Steam at these games. Or like, because we've turned this filter off, you go down to new and trending and you're like, oh, cool. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Elden Ring pre-orders. Oh, uh, this new game called Chris Tales F1 2021. Oh, uh... Nico Para, Catboy's Paradise. Oh, she will sl enslave you. A sexy Diablo game, and it's like seeing those next to like all these Assassin's house building Creed. simulator, <laughs> how Assassin's Creed. Absolutely, it's just the fucking best. It's so funny, uh, and and honestly, thank you, adult video game developers, for giving us that. Stuart, you got to get a gaming PC. It's too good. Uh, you ruined it. It's oh, now good, he's not going to get one. <laughs> no, I will. I just just don't send me. Ma uh, well, we will. You can just decline we them. Will. You can decline them, yeah, but you got to look at them. If a gift gets declined, you get your money back on Steam. So, oh, that's good. She Is will it? punish them. HD remastered. A sensual dark fantasy ARPG. Customize a stunning succubus with great body details <laughs> together with your companions. What kind of body details? Um, all right. So this one. Um, no, I do, you don't actually need to look. I'm just... There's a face camera. There, okay. Th these are just the cameras. Face camera, torso camera, legs camera, full camera. Huh. God, what a fucking world. Yeah. There's a game called House Party, which is like... <clears throat> really popular and i don't know if it's an adult game or not because i don't know if there's actual like sex stuff i think it might be implied but uh oh no you can take your clothes off i remember seeing a video of someone getting in a fight with their pants off. <laughs> uh dude the the world of pc gaming is so good Stuart. you gotta get into it <laughs> this is not the the way to convince me <laughs> Stuart, Stuart the forest that's how oh, it'll convince the you forest, the, the forest the forest i i need to play i the also forest would like too. to play red dead on pc at max oh yeah, oh, yeah dude. i would very much like to do that just because i love and, that you game. know and if you play red dead on pc you can jump online with jake and i and we will play poker with you Ooh, you guys play poker every now and then yeah. Every now and then we do uh, Red Dead I, Online poker nights. There it's was really a, good It because it's just so slow paced that like if I was playing in the game, which, you know, poker is pretty slow paced in the game. And I remember like, all right, this is taking too long. But like when you're just playing with friends at that really slow pace and all the dealing happens for you, it's pretty fun. Yeah, no, I, I enjoyed playing poker even just in the single player. I used to on three when we when it was 360, I, there was a poker game on there that I played. Um, uh, yeah. I remember playing online. Uno and you could, a lot and you could play Xbox. your and you could play and it was like it puts like all of your Xbox avatars at a table with like random people 
Or you could do it with a group of people you know. Uh, Jake, did we ever play that together? I don't I'm think so. I know I, I know I played it with Zach a bit, but it was fun. I mean, I like poker just in general, but uh, yeah, no, I'd be down to do that in Red Dead. I think that'd be fun to do it with friends as opposed to just some randos players. Yeah, or yeah, that man. too. I, 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 I barely best, played honestly. Red Dead Online. I kind of just jumped off that train. But I would I definitely play poker on it with you guys. We can do Red Dead Online Poker Nights, and then we can do Tower Unite Mini Golf Nights. <laughs> yeah, Stuart will love Tower Unite. Uh, Stuart will fucking dig the hell out of it. I mean, there's Batman. You can be Batman in that game. So Sold. Uh, I guess we'll uh, close today's episode with uh, some very important news that happened right before we came in here. Uh, Def Jam Recordings confirms that Kanye West's album Donda releases the day this podcast comes out. Tomorrow? It's out, y'all. I was Kanye right. West's podcast oh, is sorry. out. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, I can't break the, the, the illusion. It's today. Yeah. It's out today. It's out today. Everyone, we should. <laughs> so please, thank you for listening to this podcast. Before <laughs> I'll be honest, next week, y'all better listen to that because we're going to talk about Kanye's new album next week. God, I hope I want to talk about it. I hope I want to talk about it too. <laughs> Jesus is King was so bad. It was so bad. Hey, 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 hey. That was. Hey, you hey, know hey, what? Hey, hey, I'm hey. very thankful that I was in the San Francisco office. When that album came out, so you, me, and Tamora could all listen to it at the same time at our respective desks. Yeah. And I, then just all look at each other. We were just like, no, this isn't it. It's a shame, too, because what? That summer, he did that really good, uh, was it summer music or whatever, where he, oh, he yeah. had Kid See Ghosts, which I thought was pretty good. He had that other album that he did that I thought was pretty good. And then yeah. the best one of the bunch was the one by, uh, oh, what's his name? I don't remember, but it was really good. Fuck, what's his name? Hold on, let me let me, let me figure this guy's the name. Chick -fil yeah, the Chick-fil-A song. The Chick-fil-A song. Matt, who is he? What's his name? You know who I'm talking about. The young dude? Uh, He's... God, how do I not remember his name? Are you talking about Pusha T's album? Pusha T, yes, yes. His yeah, was yeah. so good. His was yeah, incredible. Was anyway... I hope this album's good because Jesus King was bad. And to be honest, I yeah. didn't really like the life of Pablo that much. I like the life of Pablo, but it feels so all over the place. Like all of his albums felt super cohesive up to that point. They all felt like albums you could listen to from beginning to end. And, and they all like fit a mood or you know what what Kanye was doing at that point yeah like 808s and heartbreaks is him being sad <laughs> that album's really good my beautiful yeah, dark I love it. fanny really good i love jesus i think jesus, jesus might is fantastic be my favorite. college dropout uh, of course graduation late registration yeah yeah they all felt they all felt like big fucking i don't not necessarily stories but they all they all fit and the life of pablo just didn't like it was just a collection, and I think they're like most of the songs on that album are great. There's some really bad lines. Uh, yeah. There's a song called "Highlights" that sounds like a theme song for a Kanye West Kim Kardashian sitcom. Uh, you know what? 
I, I don't I don't want to be like, oh, Yoko broke up the Beatles, but I would be really interested to see what a Kanye West without Kim Kardashian is like again. Yeah, because... I don't know if we'd get that in this album, though, because I feel like it's been too yeah. soon and he's been working on this album for at least for a year. I mean, because I remember he teased this album last year saying July 24th and it didn't come out that July 24th, but he didn't specify a year. So well, isn't he dating Arena Shake now? Yeah, I think I'd he say, is. I'd say he should be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's cleansed. <laughs> I would say he's you know, doing all like, right. His song "Lost in the World" that was written for what's her name, Kim Kardashian, before they before he even knew her, which is strange. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. Uh, I I just look at that family and I go, man, I don't know how you with someone who who obviously had some uh mental health struggles to get through i don't know how you go into that family and become like get better yeah. because of how magnified your life is and how unrealistic everything about that family is like like i i fucking feel bad for everyone who got gets sucked in there and and has their life damaged by it not saying kanye west did that exactly you know what i mean i'm not trying to say kanye west absolved for everything he said or did but i I hope this is a first step into him getting better because he's obviously not been taking care of himself in all regards and i hope donda marks the beginning of that we shall see yeah we shall shall. see today today Today. yeah (laughs) right after we're done recording we're gonna listen to it we're gonna have a we're gonna listen to a listening party, listen party. Yeah. and then we're gonna watch National Treasure. Excellent, so. two great flavors that go together. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can reach us at thenuclearfridge at gmail if you wanna. Fanta, 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 Fanta. Do you want like what? Is it Fanta you? or Fanta? I thought it was Fanta. Oh, maybe it's Fanta. I don't know. Anyway, what I do know is you can get your cold one from the nuclear fridge every Friday right before your weekend. I hope you enjoy it. And until next time, we will see ya next time. That doesn't work. Fuck. Fuck.